All right, hey everybody, you're listening to the Simple Power Podcast, where we think practically about the presence and the power of God. I'm your host, Duke Lamastra, and I'm so grateful that you clicked to listen to this week's episode. And hey, I would love to provide you with some additional resources. You can visit my website, simplepowermedia.com. You can find all kinds of training materials, videos, audios, articles, some books, and some online training, different things that just sort of take, take you deeper into this realm of learning to draw from the supernatural resources of heaven. And hey, if this is your first time here or you haven't had a chance to subscribe to the Simple Power podcast yet, if you would subscribe on whatever platform you're on, that would really mean the world to me. If you would leave a review, like if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple or Google or somewhere where it allows you to leave a review, if you would do that for me, it would mean a lot, like a lot. I would really appreciate it. So thank you guys so much in advance. All right, guys, what I wanted to do this week, I there's there's this phrase that I just sort of want to talk about, and it's a phrase that I grew up hearing, and I'm sure that you've heard this before. Maybe you've even said it yourself, uh, and to be honest with you, I don't know whether or not people are still using this phrase. I don't know if it's as common or popular as it was. It's kind of burned into my brain, so I'm not sure if it's, you know, it might just be my generation. I don't know if, like, you know, this is a, if it's still happening or not, but there's a phrase that I grew up hearing, and it's, don't be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. I grew up hearing that. Maybe you grew up hearing that, or maybe you've heard it before. Maybe you even said it yourself. And I just want to tell you that that phrase, that that statement is not a biblical statement. And like, it's not not even just that it's not in the Bible. Even conceptually speaking, it is completely against the mindset and the agenda of Scripture. Uh, listen, I understand what people mean when they say it. I get it. I understand what people mean when they say it. They're trying to say, you know, don't be so like floaty, like up in the clouds, super spiritual, out of touch with reality, out of touch with the needs of people, you know, throwing around this word like irrelevant. We've just got to be relevant, you know, all this stuff. And I understand most of that, okay? I get it. But being super spiritual and being floaty up in the clouds and being out of touch with the needs of people is not heavenly mindedness. It's not heavenly mindedness. I don't know what kind of mindedness that is. It's earthly mindedness maybe trying to be spiritual or trying to be heavenly minded, but it is not heavenly mindedness. Heavenly mindedness is not synonymous with out of touch with the needs of people and being like Jesus was, we can say, I'm sure this is not like a difficult statement to grasp. I'm sure you would agree with me on this. Jesus was and is the most heavenly minded person that ever walked this earth. Okay. He was by far the most heavenly minded individual this world has ever known. And Jesus was a lot of things, but he was not out of touch with what people needed. Every time he had an encounter with somebody, he was setting them free. He was releasing them into their destiny. He was bringing healing or breakthrough into their life. He was speaking words of life. The disciples got to the point where they were like, I, I believe it's in John chapter six. They're like, Jesus, where else would we go? Who else could we possibly go to? It was this situation where Jesus began to speak some really blunt things that the people that were following him weren't interested in hearing. And then a bunch of them, they just turned and they went away saying, you know what, what he's saying, it's too hard for us to follow. 
And the disciples, Jesus turns to the disciples and he's like, do you guys want to go also? And they're like, listen, where else would we go to? Whom else could we go? Only you have the words of life. Jesus has the words of life. He was so heavenly minded. He even said in John chapter 5 verse 19 that he only did what he saw his father do. That is the definition of being heavenly minded. It's being led through life, directed by the authority of heaven, by the authority of the Father, according to the heart of the Father. That's what heavenly mindedness is. And Jesus was not out of touch with reality. He was not out of touch with the needs of people. I know that a lot of people out there today are trying to say that the Bible's not relevant, that, you know, we've got to change things up, that we've got to modernize, that we've got to, and I don't have any problem with modernization as long as we don't throw out the principles of the word of God, as long as we don't throw out the things that really matter, like the value system of scripture and all of that. Because let me tell you, my friends, our goal should be to become more heavenly minded, not less I promise you, the world around you does not need you to become more earthly minded. Every problem that we have facing us on this planet today has, is not, is not, is not, is not because people were heavenly minded making decisions. It's because of earthly minded thinking that we have the problems that we have today. All right, if you want to go all the way back to the very beginning on this, we can. When Adam and Eve took a bite of that fruit, disobeying the voice of God, disobeying the command of God, and then sin set in and the fall of man took place. And now we've all come under that, 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 that curse of sin. Now, for those of us who are in Christ, we've been freed from the curse of sin. We've been freed from the curse of the law. But this world that we live in is still a fallen world. That's not a result of being heavenly minded. That's the result of being the opposite of heavenly minded and going against what God had ordained. And so this world around you does not need you to become less heavenly minded so that you can be earthly good. No, in order, the best earthly good that you can do is to become as heavenly minded as possible. Because again, heavenly mindedness does not mean out of touch with the needs of people. It doesn't mean out of touch with society. Heavenly mindedness is intensely focused on the needs of people. Heavenly mindedness is intensely focused on what people and what society needs because it's about breakthrough. It's about breakthrough. It's about his kingdom come to earth, his kingdom and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How can we establish his kingdom or how can we be a part of the of the process, this relational process of partnering with the heart of God to see his kingdom established on earth as it is in heaven if we're not even being heavenly minded in the first place? Let me tell you, it is not possible. It's just not possible. We have to be heavenly minded. Let me give you some scripture. Colossians chapter 3, the first three verses, it's like one of my favorite, favorite, favorite portions of scripture. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 says, If then you were raised with Christ, which 
If you are born again, you were raised with Christ. Seek those things which are above. Hold on a second. I'm supposed to actually seek those things which are above, not those things that are on the earth. Where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Verse 2. This is the main, this is the main point here. Set your mind, your mind. We're talking about mindedness, heavenly mindedness versus earthly mindedness. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. We died in Christ. We died to the, the, the earthly minded way of living. We have. We have. Because we have been raised to life with Christ. And if we've been raised to life with Christ, that means then that we should set our mind on things above, not on things on the earth. When we set our mind on things on the earth, the best that we can do is come up with man's wisdom and come up with earthly solutions. And what this world needs right now is not more earthly solutions. We need kingdom solutions. We need heavenly minded solutions. You know, a lot of people look at the church today and they have this idea that the church is irrelevant. And a lot of people look at the church today and they have this idea that the, the, the church is just this like religious association, this religious organization. You know, I listen to a lot of stuff. I listen to a lot of, you know, Christian podcasts and things like that. I also listen to a lot of secular stuff. And there's this idea that, okay, well, you know, Christians, if, if you're a Christian, like that's fine. If you believe the Bible, that's fine. Like, and they, and they put it in this sort of like cutesy kind of a thing. Well, you know, if you need that crutch, you know, if you need that kind of a thing to help you get through life, you know, more power to you. But that's your thing. But this is my thing. And look, the church, the this Christianity following Jesus is not just another thing that we do. It's not just another religion. The church of Jesus Christ is the solution that God has set up here on the earth for the problems that this world is facing. But we can't uh, we, we can't be a part of the solution to those things when we're too caught up trying to be like everybody else and trying to fit into the world system instead of recognizing that, you know what, there is nothing more powerful than a child of God who has been raised with Christ, who sets his or her mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Because when we set our mind on things above, we can get the ideas of the Father. We can get the heart of the Father. We can understand the Father's agenda and then partner with him to release his kingdom and his power and his glory here on earth as it is in heaven. Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's Christ in you. It's Christ in his church. It is Christ in his people that this world needs. The Christ in you is the hope that your neighbor needs. The Christ in you is the hope that your family needs. And of course, it is not about you. I hope that it's not coming across that it's about you because it's not about you. It is definitely not about me. It is all about Jesus. But he has chosen, he has chosen to bind himself to his word and he has chosen to live inside of his sons and his daughters by way of the Holy Spirit so that we could actually be partakers of the divine nature, Peter says partakers of the divine nature and be a part of this process. And so my friends, again, we do not need to be 
less heavenly minded. Let me speak for myself. I need to become more heavenly minded and we need to become as heavenly minded as possible. Don't think for a second that heavenly mindedness is somehow synonymous with out of touch because it's not. Say it again. The best thing that you can do for the world around you is to become increasingly heavenly minded. In um, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, Paul says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That word world is uh, actually probably better translated the word age. It's the Greek word eon. And it has to do with the age. When, when, uh, when the Bible says that Satan is the God of this world, that word world is the same word from Romans chapter 12, verse 2, eon or age. Satan is not the God of this earth because Psalm says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And even all of the people who dwell therein, everything here belongs to God. The earth is the Lord's, but the devil is the God of this age or a better way to say that for better for understanding would be this present world system, the philosophies of this world, the philosophy of this age. And if you pay attention, you'll understand that the devil really operates in the realm of thoughts. He tries to grab a hold of people's thought life through lies, through manipulation, through fear, And he tries to grab a hold of the thoughts of people because when you control the thoughts of people, you can control the behaviors of people. I mean, just look at the media. Just look around you at the media. That's what everybody tries to do. They try to control the way of thinking of the masses of people because if you can control the way that people think, you can control the decisions that they make. You can control, to a certain extent, the things that they buy. You can control the fear factor. You can control all of that when you get a hold of the thoughts. This is why becoming heavenly minded is so important. So again, Paul says, do not be conformed to this world. Don't be conformed to this world, to the way of thinking of this world, of this present age. Don't think like that. But he says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. When your mind is renewed, when you become more like Christ, the Bible says we have the mind of Christ, but we need to learn to operate in the mind of Christ, meaning that we have to be, we have to allow our minds to be renewed because as our minds are renewed, listen again, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That word transformed is the Greek word metamorphu, which you can hear the word metamorphosis within that word metamorphu. That's where metamorphosis comes from. It's that transformation process. It's what once was looks nothing like what is now. And that's what happens to you when you become more heavenly minded. You are transformed from the inside out. It's literally to become other. That's how drastic the transformation is. And that's what happens when we set our minds on things above, not on things on the earth because we've been raised with Christ, because we've died to the principles of this world, because we've died to sin, but we've been raised to life in Christ Jesus. And therefore, we should set our mind on things above, not on things on the earth. 
It's not about becoming more earthly minded so that we can be more relevant to people. No, 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 no. The best thing that you can do to be relevant to the needs of people, to be in touch with the needs of people, to be more available to the needs of people around you is to become as in touch with the heavenly realm, with Jesus, with the way that he thinks, with the mind of Christ, with the renewing of your mind, to have your mind renewed day by day by day by day. How do you do that? By focusing on the value system of scripture, by focusing on what God is saying and what God is doing, by getting into his word, by spending time in worship, by spending time in prayer. I'm not talking about anything that's like crazy. I'm not talking about anything that's like so deep, your profound spiritual. I'm talking about the basic stuff that you already know to do, but it's a matter of setting our mind on the things above, not focusing on what's necessarily in front of us in the natural right now. Because even as Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, looking not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are unseen are eternal. When we learn to live from the eternal, instead of trying to live from earth toward the eternal, let me, let me uh, rephrase that. When we try to live from earth to heaven, we only get a piece of the puzzle. But when we recognize that we have actually already died to sin, and we've already been raised to life with Christ. Like, do you, you understand that that's already happened? That that has already happened? That you died to sin, but you have been raised to life with Christ. You have already resurrected with Jesus Christ. And when we understand that, hold on a second, our jurisdiction and our place of citizenship is not just here on the earth any longer. It's actually in heaven. So we don't live from earth toward heaven. We actually have the invitation from scripture to live from heaven toward earth earth, meaning that when we make decisions, when we pray, when we make declarations, when we minister to people around us, when we have those conversations with people on our job out of nowhere because we just recognize that they're hurting, when we recognize that the Lord has put something on our heart so we call up our friend or we call up grandma or we go and visit that person or we write that letter or, you know, whatever it is that we do, we're probably not writing too many letters these days, most people, but you know, you send out, uh, you send out that text message or, you know, whatever you do, right? It's learning that we're operating from the heavenly realm toward the earthly realm. And so my friends, the more that we become heavenly minded instead of earthly minded, instead of just focused on the earthly philosophies of this age, which do nothing but lead you into self-preservation and fear and whatever else. But when we set our mind on things above, not on things on the earth, recognizing that we've already died with Christ, we're crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me, right? So we've been crucified with Christ, but we've also been raised to life with Christ. Let me tell you, that has already happened. I'm not denying the fact that there's going to be a ultimate resurrection in the future when Jesus comes back. I'm not denying that, but the scripture is very clear. We have been crucified. We have been buried with Christ in baptism, and we have been raised to life with Christ. His resurrection is your resurrection. And so this is just a simple encouragement to just become more heavenly minded, not less because that is what this world needs now more than ever. 
All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for sticking through to the end here. Really appreciate you checking this out. Whether this is the first time that you're visiting the Simple Power podcast or if you've uh, been here before and you were back, I really appreciate you guys so much. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share. If you would share this with somebody that you think would benefit from it as well. Of course, only if this blessed you. If you got something out of this, if you would just consider sharing it, that would mean the world to me. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, and I'll be back with you next time.